Around the beginning of March, the coronavirus hit, shutting down lots of sports. It started with the NBA being shut down. The NBA has since returned. Baseball had not even started. Hockey was almost done. And we were just a couple of months away from the Indianapolis 500, Charlotte 600, and Monaco Grand Prix. For the greatest month of racing in the month of May, the greatest day of racing, the Sunday before Memorial Day, which is a day not just for racing, but a day for remembrance. Now, after a couple of months, the world has changed a lot. But one thing has remained certain. We will have an Indianapolis 500 in 2020. That happening August 23rd. If you are not an IndyCar fan, do not want to watch that race, it's okay. Another great race is happening that day, taking place at Dover. Very difficult choice for me. I will be watching the Indianapolis 500, but Dover getting some NASCAR races, Indy 500 weekend. No fans being allowed at the Indianapolis 500. All of that being told to you. All the results from the past two weeks of NASCAR. Everything you need to know about this year's Indianapolis 500 and more on Motorsports, the show. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, it's now time for Sports the Show. we got a lot of sports news, a lot of stuff to tell you in these past two weeks. Well, how's happened, really? First, for the month of August, which is the greatest month of racing in 2020, it began at New Hampshire Motor Speedway with the Foxwoods Resort Casino 300 and one, three, because 301 miles, 301 laps, the one-mile track was won by Brad Keselowski, leading 184 out of 301 laps, winning stage number two, getting his third victory of the year, as well as a contract extension. Congrats to Brad for that. Denny Hamlin finishes second, one stage number one, 11 cautions, 22 lead changes for the Cup Series. Then we have the Michigan Truck Series, NASCAR Truck Series, Gander Truck Series, even Nash Truck, whatever you want to call it. It's the Truck Series. Zane Smith wins his first ever Truck Series race, leading one out of 107 laps during the Henry Ford Health System 200. First win of the year. Gets a last lap pass to win the race. Brett Moffat wins stage one. Johnny Sauter, stage two. 11 cautions, 17 lead changes. So, congrats to Zane Smith getting his first Truck Series race win. Then, we had the Henry 180, a 45-lap race, taking place at Road America. It was won by Austin Sindrick. Austin led the most laps. With 19 out of 45 laps led, Justin Haley won stage one, H. Allmendinger won stage two, seven cautions, 13 lead changes. 
I believe Austin has like four. Four or five Xfinity wins this year. He does have a lot. He does. He's very good. Has a great chance of winning the uh, Xfinity title this year. We will find out at the end of the year. The playoff schedule going to be telling you that a little bit later. Well, we also had a NASCAR doubleheader weekend. Two NASCAR Cup Series races back-to-back. One Saturday, one on Sunday. Firekeepers Casino 400 was the first one. It was a 161-lap race at Michigan International Speedway. It was won by Kevin Harvick. Kevin swept stages one and two, led 92 out of 161 laps, which was the most laps led. Nine cautions, 12 lead changes. Then we had the Consumers Energy 400. It was a 156-lap race, two hours and nine minutes long, too. Kind of a short race. Once again at Michigan International Speedway, Kevin Harvick once again wins that race. Kevin led 90 laps, one stage number two. Clint Boyer, one stage number one, leading 43 of the laps, five cautions, 10 lead changes. One thing that we haven't talked about a lot for the Cup Series, or really any of the series, is the playoff standings. Here are all the drivers that currently are in the playoffs for the NASCAR Cup Series, Kevin Harvick has six wins, so that got him in. Denny Hamlin, five wins, that get him, got him in. Brad Keselowski, three wins, that got him in. Joey Logano, two wins, that got him in the playoffs. Then Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Ryan Blaney, Martin Trish Jr., Austin Dillon, and Cole Custer all each have one win. So now 10 playoff spots have been clinched. Only four remain. Right now, those ranked 11th through 20th are Eric Almarola, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, Matt Benedetto, William Byron, Eric Jones, Jimmy Johnson, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell. The top 16 make it to the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson, lots of people have been talking about him. He's right now in 18th. So, if he gets a win at the Daytona Road Course, he will get himself a playoff berth. Same with Eric, Kyle, Kurt. Clint, Matt, William Byron, Eric Jones, Saturday, Christopher Bell, or really anyone, even some of those guys who are near the back of the pack in the point standings, if they get a win, they have a great chance of making it to the NASCAR playoffs. Though some might be ineligible, that's something you really don't know sometimes. See, that's my that's what confuses me. Some drivers are ineligible because they have like multiple drivers on one team. So if they get a win, then they might not make it to the playoffs. Not really sure how that would work. I doubt it'll happen, but you never know. This NASCAR is crazy. It's not rigged. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. The IndyCar doubleheader weekend at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course in Lexington, Ohio, will be postponed now to a new date. In September or October, due to COVID-19 concerns, Laguna Seca and Portland were already canceled due to COVID-19. So now we got to wait even longer, really, for the IndyCar Series schedule. It's been a tough year for them, really has. And something that was very tough for IndyCar, especially Roger Penske, was August 4th, 2020. Because on that day, 19 days before the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500, it was announced that the race would be run without any fans, citing rising cases in Indiana as the reasoning. This quote from the Speedway was, 
As dedicated as we were to running the race this year with 25% attendance at our large outdoor facility, even with meaningful and careful precautions implemented by the city and state, the COVID-19 trends in Marion County and Indiana have worsened. Since our June 26th announcement, the number of cases in Marion County has tripled while the positivity rate has doubled. We said from the beginning of the pandemic, we would put the health and safety of our community first, and while hosting spectators at a limited capacity with our robust plan in place was appropriate in late June, it's not the right path forward based on the current environment. What does that mean in the long run? No fans at the Indianapolis 500 this year. It was disappointing, but I don't know how to feel. I really don't. But at the end of the day, we can complain all we want, but there's nothing we can really do. The remaining schedule for NASCAR was released last week. Here are all of the remaining races on the schedule. Saturday, September 5th at 12.30 p.m. on NBC. The Xfinity Series will be racing at Darlington. Then Sunday, September 6th, Nash Trucks and NASCAR Cup Series races are going to be happening at Darlington. Nash Trucks at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on FS1. NASCAR Cup Series races at 6 p.m. on NBCSN. That is actually the start of the playoffs. So very interesting. You go from NBC to FS1 to NBCSN, all in the span of two days. Then we have the always entertaining Richmond Raceway races. Thursday, September 10th at 8 p.m., the Truck Series is going to be on FS1. Truck Series always on FS1, just in case you didn't realize that by now. Then... Friday and Saturday, Xfinity Series races. Saturday, September 11th at 7 on NBCSN. Then September 12th at 2.30 on NBCSN. Then Saturday, September 12th at 7.30 p.m. The Cup Series will be happening at Richmond. Then Bristol Motor Speedway. It's Bristol, baby. They're having their third NASCAR weekend of the year. The Cup, the Truck Series happening Thursday, September 17th, as is the Arca Menard Series. Trucks at 7.30, Arca at 9.30, both on FS1. This is actually the start of the Gander Truck Series playoffs. Then the Xfinity Series will be racing Friday, September 18th at 7 p.m. on NBCSN. Saturday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. on NBCSN. It's the Cup Series race. Now, there's still a lot more, but in case you were wondering, I will be giving you all this information week by week. I just wanted to tell you all of them right now. Las Vegas. Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Friday, September 25th. Hosts the Gander Truck Series on FS1 at 9 p.m. Saturday, September 26th at 7.30 p.m. on NBCSN. It's the Xfinity Series. September 27th is a Sunday night. NBCSN. Cup Series race took place at 7 p.m. Then, Talladega Super Speedway, Saturday, October 3rd at 1 p.m. on FS1 is the Cup is the Truck Series. Xfinity Series is also Saturday, October 3rd, this time at 4.30 p.m. Then, the Cup Series race is October 4th at 2 p.m. on NBC. It's Sunday, October 4th. Now, radio broadcast, I don't know yet. I'll be telling you those week by week. Charlotte Roval, the always exciting road course races. This time, it's Charlotte, Saturday, October 10th at 3.30 p.m. 
on NBC for the Xfinity Sunday, October 11th at 2.30 p.m. on NBC for the Cup Series. Kansas, Kansas gets another weekend slate of races. First, Friday, October 16th at 7 p.m. on FS1. It's the Truck Series. Then, Friday, October 16th at 10 p.m. on FS2. It's the Arkham Nard Series. Saturday, October 17th at 3 p.m. on NBCSN. It's the Xfinity Series. And the Cup Series races Sunday, October 18th at 2.30 p.m. on NBC. They are making it difficult. Why can't you just put in a one-channel NASCAR? You're making my life difficult. Anyway, Texas Motor Speedway, Sunday, October 24th at 4.30 p.m. on NBCSN. It's the Xfinity Series. Then Sunday, doubleheader, truck series, cup series, doubleheader. First, it's October 25th at noon on FS1 for the truck series. Then at 3.30 p.m. on NBCSN for the cup series. The giant paperclip known as Martinsville gets a Halloween race. But before that, Friday, October 30th at 8 p.m. on FS1, it is the Gander Truck Series. Then we have... The Xfinity Series taking place Saturday, October 31st at 4.30 p.m. on NBC. Then the Cup Series racing November 1st at 2 p.m. on NBC. Finally, Phoenix hosting the finale of the NASCAR Series this year. Usually it's at Homestead, but it was announced like last season that they go to Phoenix. Friday, November 6th at 8 p.m. is the finale of the Gander Truck Series. Going to have that championship taking place on FS1 at 8 p.m. Arkham Nard Series, taking place Saturday, November 7th at 2 p.m. on Track Pass. I believe they have a series points championship at Phoenix as well. Then Xfinity Series, their finale, Saturday, November 7th at 5 p.m., taking place on NBCSN. And then the one everyone's been waiting for, the Cup Series finale, Sunday, November 8th at 3 p.m. on NBC. Those championships going to be happening those days. So, right now, it is August. It ends early November. So, we still got a whole lot of NASCAR racing left. But just know it's getting a whole lot more exciting very soon. Well, we have the Indy 500 starting grid has been officially announced. I have that here right now. We're going to go by row one all the way to row 11. Your fastest qualifier winning the IndyCar P1 award, Marco Andretti. Then on the middle lane, Scott Dixon. Then Takuma Sato in third. So Honda being very dominant. If you had to choose someone to win... It's going to most likely be a Honda. If you had to choose a Chevy to win, it'd be this man in row two, Renus Fiquet. He's starting fourth, starting fifth, Ryan Hunter Ray, starting sixth, James Hinchcliffe. Then Alex Pillow is the rookie, starting seventh. Graham Rahal starting eighth, his first time making it to the fast nine. Then Alexander Rossi starting ninth. This man just. Barely misses it. I believe he barely missed it last year as well. It's Colton Herta. He's starting 10th. Marcus Erickson starts 11th, driving the Husky Chocolate car. I hope they give 
free chocolate to him all the time. Spencer Piggott starts 12th. Then we have a Penske car starting 13th. Yes, Penske not making it in the top nine at all. Chevy not even making it in the top 15. Only about three Chevys in the top 15. Joseph Newgarden starts 13th. Felix Rosenquist starts 14th. Pato Award starts 15th. Row 6. Driving the United States Space Force car, it's Ed Carpenter. He starts 16th. Zach Peach starting 17th. Then Connor Daly and the U.S. Air Force Orange. Very bright orange car. Connor Daly, the Hoosier native. Very popular around fans. Santino Ferrucci is starting row 7, starting 19th. Jack Harvey starting 20th. Oliver Askew starts 21st. Then Will Power, another Team Penske member, starting in row number 8, driving the 5G number 12 Verizon Chevy. Tony Kanaan will be returning to the Indianapolis 500 next year. This was thought to be his last year. He wants to finish it off with fans, so he says, I'm not done yet. He's starting 23rd. Dalton Kellett starts in 24th. In row number eight, row number nine, Helio Castroneva starting 25th, 26th, Fernando Alonso. Fernando having a crash, I believe, during practice, so he will make the 500 this year. Then James Davidson starts 27th, row 10. Oh, I read it wrong. Apologies. Simon Paginot starts 25th, two giant yellow cars. Not really paying attention. I apologize. Row 10 is Helio Castroneves. He starts 28th. Charlie Kimball, he was like runner-up a couple years ago, starts 29th. Max Chilton starts 30th with his awesome helmet and awesome name. Sage Karam starts 31st in row 11th. J.R. Hildenbrand starts 32nd. Then Ben Hanley starts 33rd. So... What do we have to take away other than me not being able to read starting grid rows? Well, Honda has been very fast. Like I said, only three Chevys in the top 15. So if you had to choose someone, it's probably going to be a Honda now. Which Honda should you choose? Well, Marco Andretti, he's been fast during all of this week in practice as well as qualifying Scott Dixon. Also being very fast, we thought he was going to be the last one to start, but he pulled back yesterday in practice. So, Scott Dixon, very fast there. Takuma Sato, Takuma Sato, I think, shocking some people. He does very well uh, qualifying-wise for the Indianapolis 500. He has a chance to win his second Indianapolis 500. Linus Vakay, very good rookie. Alex Blow, having a lot of people talk about him. James Hinchcliffe, glad that he is back. He's driving for Andretti. Andretti Autosports, having a whole lot of people, four of them, all in the top nine. So what does that mean? I really don't know. I really don't. Looking at the bottom of the pack, I really don't know who you can choose from there. I mean, you can, you always can't count out those Penske guys. I mean, we look at uh, who's starting ninth right now, Alexander Rossi. He started 32nd like last year, made it 
near the top 10. So starting position is important, but that doesn't mean you can't win a race. You never know what can happen. One thing that's very important, they have to deal with hydration now with those aero screens. I don't know how that is going to play an effect, if it will. Again, they've only had less than 100 laps with that aero screen technology at Indianapolis. So you really don't know what's going to happen. All I can tell you is this. Indy 500 is taking place at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC. It's also available wherever you can listen to the race, like TuneIn, SiriusXM, IndyCar app, and your radio. If you want to listen to Mark James and the gang there, you can do it that way. So, if you're in Indiana this year and you haven't been paying attention to the news, you're able to watch it this year, so congrats on that. All I can tell you is this. We are going to have a very entertaining Indy 500, even if it doesn't have all the fans. There you go. There's been this week's edition of Motorsports The Show. As you can hear, I really don't know what's going to happen with our 500. We're going to get expert predictions coming out very soon. Sports The Show. Is available on a new podcast source. That podcast source being Good Pods. Yes, I can't believe it's there. I didn't know that was a thing, but it is a thing. It's a great podcasting website. It's actually the equivalent of social media for podcasts. So get Good Pods. You want to support the show there. Hopefully they can promote me better. Bullhorn. It's available also on there. As well, you can listen to it with your phone, I guess. I know we're available on Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, at Max G Sports on Twitter. You can get show updates and more there. Leave a voice message via Anchor. Support your local businesses if you are able. Stay safe if you go out. Stay, wash your hands. You got to do that. That's also very important. COVID's not over, whether you like it or not. I don't like it at all. This has been Motorsports the Show. It's been a lot of rambling, but I hope you've enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment. I haven't been telling you guys to do that, but I really think you should. Leave us a comment for Sports the Show on apple podcasts subscribe there subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on those available sources see you next week if you don't want to listen to motorsports mumba jumbo and you want your sports sports mumba jumbo then listen to sports the show not motorsports the show I, i do two different things otherwise my show would be a couple hours long there you go thank you See you next week for the Indianapolis 500 edition of Sports the Show.